Hi, everyone. Welcome to Glowing Embers, a podcast that we do every week just after the Friday Fire as part of the Creative Bravery Festival. Um, so it's myself and Jane, as always, and this week we're joined by Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hiya. That's my oh, son sure. sneezing next door. Oh, should I say Pranhanda? Yeah, Pranhanda. Pranhanda, bye. Bye. Get my, I've been practising. I can say things like, I am going to the pub this evening now. Always what? useful. Yeah, always useful. Anyway. Show off, Jane. Show off. Go oh, for God. It. Uh, That's going to be Heno. there. Henod. Henoz. Heno. Heno. Or, or I can say, Dwin Mindy Tavan Asbori. Asbori. I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> Neither of which are true statements, but hey. I say, don't have it. <laughs> it's good. Can I come oh. too? Yeah. yeah. Um, right, come on. I do. I do. Enough of this. Come on. <laughs> so, there we go. We, we carry right. on the randomness of today's campfire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think it was, we started with Bucks Fizz, mm-hmm. which I think sets the tone, really, because although we were talking about quite a lot of serious stuff, there was also a lot of joking because at one point there was a spy who we don't really know who it was. We think it might have been Hanukkah, but there was a spy at some point, which opened up a big conversation about, do we have a conversation if there's a spy in the room? Um, and then we got over that, and I asked, oh no, we then had a little duck update. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's sad news on the duck. For, well, it's kind of um, dramatic developments in the duck watch saga, in that firstly, apparently, according to Leslie's husband, they are not ducks. They're American coots. So there's the first bit of drama. The second sad bit of drama is that there was two, then there was one, and then there's none. So duck, baby duck watch is no more. Coot watch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. drama all round. Yeah, go on. And then after we'd recovered from that, um, like, bombshell. Yeah, I just asked, I asked the question, how do we know time has passed? Which then allowed us to have a conversation around different things. Then it became a really interesting conversation. We were, people had, well, not that it wasn't interesting before, (laughs) sorry. And the Bucks Fizz was a really very good start to it. But then, you know, it was quite interesting, different ideas about time and about how, um, yeah, you know, if you're not talking about the clock and the actual mechanistic notion of time, about seasons changing and about wrinkles appearing and about children growing older and um, things weathering. And then Jack said something amazing about people he'd worked with in the Young Offender Centre and about their perception of time being really kind of different and um, time just changed its, not quite its dimension for them, but their relationship with time changed and he could. So it was interesting, Paul, that you and him have both had asked this question. You said you'd asked children about it and he'd asked his people he was with. And um, and that, uh, you know, a beautiful talk about whether or not, you know, a shark says it'll take 10 minutes to go from A to B and um, whether a bear... Blows out 
it was birthday camp, you know, and and that notion of, you know, that actually that in the natural world, animals don't measure time. We are sort of pretty unique in the fact that we measure and clock watch and are a little obsessed with time in that sense. Mm. It, was, it was interesting, you know, it was wise. And I was really interested by, um, I think it was Bianca that talked about like getting lost in something and time disappearing almost and not realizing so um she got engrossed in some art and four hours and a bit of sunburn later realized that she'd actually been out for four hours um and yeah Jackie then kind of referenced the idea of flow and this um and Karen gave us a good way to present to pronounce the name and I've totally forgotten it of the guy that wrote the, <laughs> the flow book <laughs> it's um Mihaly it's um Cheeks sent Mahaili and the book was Finding Flow. <laughs> but... yeah. and, and there is something about like time, time is set units. So according to the clock and minutes and seconds, it's set and yet it can feel so different. So when you're engrossed mm-hmm. in something, it, it can pass and you haven't even noticed it's passed. Yet if you're waiting for something to happen or, uh, and maybe like, you know, I, th- I think back now to when I was a kid and the six weeks hol- summer holiday seemed to last forever. And now six weeks goes past in the blink of an eye and how the time unit is the same, but we experience it differently. And then the conversations moved on to the idea of who determines the passage of time has been worthwhile or useful or a success, which then opened up a, a conversation around adult perception and child perception of, of that which I think is really interesting. And then that led on as well to a whole conversation about play as well and about um, how when you're really absorbed in something, like when you're playing time, and actually how valuable play is because you get engrossed in it and you're exploring without sort of, um, you know, clock watching or feeling like there's a purpose for what you're doing you're you're just exploring and playing and being in that moment and so that was you know it all kind of kept flowing yeah and I just this is where my head's go it's like that perception of time and does our as adults have we experienced and been through and got such I think I said this in the the, the campfire but you know we've got a broader reference of what has happened over time because of our experiences the stories of our friends and our what we see on the news whereas for children or people younger than that they they haven't got those almost points of reference to so that it is just what's in front of them as opposed to thinking about what could happen or what might happen or oh I know a story about when so-and-so did this and that that's what happens so almost their outcomes we've got more outcomes and end points that have either we've experienced or somebody else hasn't has told us about it whereas the younger you are the less references you have because the less time you've experienced mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense in my head it may not have made the transition from head to mouth in any sort of sense but that's campfire for you Probably. Um, and then we also Ruth, Ruth was talking about um, that jump when we were talking about play and talking about jumping from these big concrete <laughs> concrete structures, and that it's a bit of a rite of passage for kids in that part of Scotland, yeah. and that you know, and and that was then about play and and letting children play and safety then, and I talked about children from 
cities visiting us and that their children stayed close to their parents, even in, you know, open spaces like the beach or wild areas, and whether they'd become almost conditioned to stay close to their parents rather than feel they could explore. And um, I don't know, you know, I don't think we did anything conscious, but I think that by growing up in the countryside, you that expanse means that you can feel comfortable exploring from a child upwards in terms of your sort of space you're in. We, we also have to remember next time we see uh, Jen to ask her about her younger sister because we did talk about how um, older siblings, firstborns, um, <laughs> maybe get a harder time on the rules front than younger children. Um, so, yeah, according to Ruth, she would be described as never having done anything dodgy or, or just being the ideal sister. So that is a, we must make a note to ask that question. Uh, and then we finished with the song because we're launching the festival on Monday and it's part of the Fusion Skills global event. So we're looking for a Scottish song that didn't make us vomit. Uh, and I don't know why, but we went for the Red Hot Chili Pipers, Everybody Dance. Um, and it, it almost made me vomit, I think. I had a little bit in my mouth, to be honest. We did have one last final connection, though, that Lindsay's cousin was one of the dancers. True. So a campfire connection everywhere you go. Done. Awesome. Cool. See you next week. Bye. 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 In my dreams, it's with me all the time.